Hey friend, welcome back to the Getting Around podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the features that I've been working on with Meeps lately, as well as the upcoming launch of Meeps. Isn't it fun when that, when the, uh, when that intro lines up nicely of Meeps? Boom! That's nice. Production value as it were. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope you are, uh, I hope you're doing well today. Um, I hope that you're, uh, you're feeling good out in my neck of the, the woods of the world. It's fall time and it's getting dark again. And, uh, and so, um, so that, I mean, so it's this part of the year, it's kind of bittersweet for me because it's, it's beautiful out there's there's the leaves are all different colors and um it's nostalgic i don't know if you feel this way too but i just find that at this time of year i'm just like always it's just always nostalgia all over the place it's probably because of all the the different senses that um are getting hit at this time of year you got the smells of fall and the colors and the sounds of the leaves and the wind and the rain and the anyways but the downside uh the downside is just that it's here at least it's quite dark so you know that's just it's not always people need sun we need sunshine you know we need that vitamin d and uh so bittersweet but but it's it's fun. I don't know how to transition out of this. Anyways, today I'm gonna to actually gonna get into some some of the some of the stuff I've been working on with Meeps because the last few episodes have been more on the mental health side, um, which I, I still think is very important. And in fact, I think um, I think I'm uh, I think I might be starting another podcast, kind of in that realm. Um, probably focused on ADHD, actually, uh, ADHD and creatives, uh, just because, um, yeah, but, uh, TBD, we will, we'll see. I'll, I'll certainly mention that here and, uh, and I'm, I'm, and I won't be doing that any, at any time soon <laughs> because, uh, as I'm going to talk about today, we've got, I've got a big got some big stuff coming up with meeps. So lately we've been, you know, we have, uh, we have about 20, 22, 23, um, early access customers with meeps. And it has been, man, it's so, it's so fun working closely with people that are excited about what you're trying to do. And you, you know, like the, generally those early adopters are that kind of person. They're very excited. Um, they're also very, you know, forgiving of things that are, you know, not working properly or, or not, uh, features that aren't totally rounded out yet. And, uh, so it's just like, it's, it's a really fun time for, you know, the product person to get to just like bounce ideas off people, see what sticks, see what, you know, what doesn't, um, so that's fun. That's a fun part. And and I think in the past I I don't know that I ever really um 
the the whole early access portion really made sense to me. Like I, I think just because uh, for me it was like I want to get it out as quickly as possible, see what people think, and then shut it down or keep going. And you know, I still think that that's the right mindset. But having this early access time is uh, it's kind of just like you know, it's kind of a, a, just an extension of the customer development phase or the customer discovery, you know, discovery phase where you're interviewing people, seeing what the demand is and all that kind of stuff. Like this is, this has been really good because we've have, you know, we have a bunch of different types of customers that come in uh, to early access and they, they have different use cases and we can kind of see of those use cases, we've been able to sort of see which ones really need this, uh, you know, and, and what features they need, uh, as well as like, you know, some of the, some of the use cases that we thought that were going to be, you know, a big deal ended up being like those customers aren't as urgent, you know, or, or, or whatever they they need different features or they don't need as they don't need all that Meeps is doing, which is a lot. And I'll tell you, <laughs> it's a lot. We've, we've got a lot going on in there in the product. Um, and so, yeah, so that's been, so that's been really, really valuable going through this process to kind of, uh, identify those things, you know, as soon as we launch, hopefully there's going to be a lot more support and a lot more just like fixing things and, um, and, uh, and, you know, as well as marketing and all that stuff as well. And so, uh, this is a, a really special time where we can really focus on, uh, the product. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm certainly a fan of the early access, the early access process, the early access time. And, uh, and, um, that being said, we are, we are getting close to the end of ours. Um, the plan is, is, is really just in the next few weeks, we'll be closing down that early access plan. Um, currently it's a hundred dollars a year for Meeps and you will, um, if you sign up now or before early access is over, uh, you'll get, you'll, you'll have that plan forever and you'll have access to, you know, all the stuff that's there right now. Uh, so, and you know, I think that's a pretty good deal. That's pretty, pretty sweet deal. So, uh, um, yeah, but, but, uh, but yeah, we're getting close to the end. It's, it's, it's coming up. So we're running out of time to get into that, get that early access deal. And, um, so with the, the launch coming up, what I've been working on a lot lately is kind of clean up, uh, you know, quality, quality assurance, quality Q and a Q and a so funny. I, for the longest time, I thought Q and a just meant question and answer. Well, I mean, obviously, cause sometimes, you know, in, in the, in the context of like a, a talk or like a, um, uh, a, yeah, what's it called? A, um, I want to say the word. I want to remember what is the word. It's going to drive me nuts. Lecture. Uh, in the, in the case of a lecture or something, <laughs> uh, there, uh, you know, 
Q&A means question and answer. But within development, it's, um, like I said, I don't remember. Quality assurance. So I just say Q&A and people know what I'm talking about. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> just making sure that everything's working properly. You're going to put uh, work on some, uh, write, writing some tests. I just found this amazing tool that I'm so excited to, to start using um, for tests, which uh, Andrew Culver and uh, a colleague, colleague of his has been working on called Magic Test. If you haven't seen it yet, um, I've recently retweeted it, so you can just you can go to my thread and see it. But um, they've they built this for for Rails and for Laravel, and and basically you you can you just like open up the browser when you have this tool running, and start clicking on things, and it will track what you're clicking on, and you can and then you can go into the console and essentially save whatever actions that you had been working through um, and turn it into a, a test. Like it, it, it trans, translates it to a PHP, you know, Laravel test or Ruby on Rails tests, whatever you're using. And, uh, and you have your browser tests written. It's just like, so cool. I just think that's so fun. Uh, it makes so much sense, you know? And in fact, I, I've always felt something like this would be so cool for like a web flow. You know, because there's all these other there's more browser tools, and I don't know. Sorry, browser tools like um, no code development tools. Now, I don't know that something like that exists, but I think that would be a pretty. I know that in the past when I worked for clients on yeah, even just like marketing sites in Webflow, and I'm like, oh, I hope that all the buttons work, and I hope that you know, I got to go through all of it, and if somebody goes in and makes a change, you just like don't know what's gonna get messed up. And so, uh, so it certainly would have uh, paid for a tool that does that. Does that? It's just like you just like hit record and then you go in and start clicking on things. Save. There's a test. Save. There's a test. You can integrate it with the Webflow deploy process, right? Right. Some webhook magic there. I think that would be really cool. So there's a little. There's a little SaaS idea for you. And there's so many no, cool no code tools, so much bigger than Webflow. Uh, it's so much bigger, bigger than just Webflow, is what I meant to say. Because Webflow is pretty big. Um, I'm going to get, what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, tests. So we're going on tests. We're going on some bug fixes and cleanup and, and all that kind of stuff. And as well as, um, trying to wrap up this events feature, which I'm pretty pumped on, which is pretty cool. So we're gonna have uh, built into Meeps, you'll be able to uh, manage events, add, add events, manage events, allow people to RSVP to events, um, and then also have like a, some like notification emails going out prior to the event, that, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be really cool, and and we have um, some customers right now that are kind of waiting for that. Which, um, yeah, I think that's going to be fun, and and which is kind of like, uh, and, and this is a whole other product, you know, like events is could be its own product and is its own product. There, are, we have customers that are paying for a separate tool for their community to just 
do this part. Um, uh, which is certainly the like theme of Meeps is that we're we're trying to eliminate as many of the tools that you um, or consolidate as many tools as we can, so you don't have to pay for all these different things and have data in all these different places and. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's fun, but the, uh, but it's also, it's a whole other, it's a whole other product that we have to maintain. So it's just, it's been interesting, um, you know, kind of like I, uh, uh, so recently I was on the Indie Bytes podcast with James McGiven and we were talking about all the features that Justin and I have been able to like work through over the last few months it feels like it's been a long time longer than that but um and and uh and I just realized like like, wow there's like a lot of stuff there and um it's it's certainly exciting to to think about how much we've gotten through like we've got uh, I brought over the I brought over all of the email marketing stuff so like email sequences and email newsletter I brought that over from Upscribe but um had to change a lot of stuff for what we were doing. A lot of simplifying because it just didn't need to be quite as versatile um, for Meeps. But uh, so that so there's a lot of work there that I didn't have to do. But um, uh, a lot of other stuff that we've built since then, uh, we've got that special. <laughs> I my my wife always makes fun of me because I use special so often. Uh, I've got my special you know, whatever. I got my special, when I was young, I had a special spoon, uh, that I used when it was, you know, for breakfast. And then I had a special, you know, blanket, you know, whatever as a kid, um, as a kid, well, I just bought a blanket, uh, recently that I call my special blanket as well. So, um, you know, there's those things that you just like, because you said it your whole life, it sounds like an adult thing to say, like it sounds like a normal thing, but as soon as somebody points it out, you're like, oh yeah, that does not, that sounds silly. So I use special a lot in, uh, I use special a lot. Anyways, little tangent there. Um, I, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find, what was I talking about? I was talking about all the stuff we've been building. Yeah. So yeah, lists, um, lists, which is, I'm really excited about that feature. I think that was, that one's been really fun. People are using it for all different sorts of things, which is really cool. Um, in fact, actually in, um, while one of our customers, while she's waiting for the events feature to be finished, she's using the lists feature to promote events, which I was like, oh yeah, like I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and she's just like, oh yeah, this, this works great. So she's got, she's listing events, she can have the description, she can write in the date and, uh, and then link out to where to RSVP. So it's just, so that's fun. It almost like is a placeholder feature for, for people who are waiting for other features, you know? There's other things that you can do with that too. Um, courses. We have another customer who's like, oh, I could just do, I could use use this for courses until we have something integrated or, or built out in Meeps for that. Um, yeah, so so lists is its own whole, you know, product. Like, um, and then we've got uh, the merch. 
there's a there's an entire built-in merch store for Meeps, and um, that doubles as just a way for for uh, for member admins to, to to send merch to members. So you don't even, you don't even need to um, make member or you know you don't need to send m- members to the uh, merch store if you don't want to. You can just go in and order on their behalf. And if you have their shipping address or if they have their shipping address on their profile, you just select it and send them merch. And then it charges your printful account. Really fun. But it's like that's its own product. <laughs> so so it's funny because I just kind of like, uh, it just kind of felt like Justin and I were like, oh yeah, this, these are the things that would be really great. And he, he the whole time has been saying like, Josh, are you sure this is like a lot? Maybe we should, you know, maybe we're taking on too much. And if you listen to the Mega Maker podcast, he's he mentioned that on several episodes episodes to me. I was like, ah, it's fine, it's okay. <laughs> it uh, and and realize or recently, I mean, uh, recently I realized um, like there we're kind of in this really interesting place where there's so many great tools for developers like i've been i'm i'm building building muse with with laravel and tailwind and livewire and you can just get things built out so quickly and you have so many pieces and then you've got like uh adam wathen and the team are uh at uh at tailwind they've they've built out all of these design components so you can just, you know, I've, I've got access to those. So I just, um, right, I paid for access to those. So uh, you just like pull those in and then tweak them a little bit and you're, and you're, you're, you're there. You got, uh, you got, you're, you're so, so much, what, sorry, I'm like, what, what am I saying? You, 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 because you got these design elements, so much of it is built out. There's so much work that's done for you. So it's, it's really easy it's it's much easier now to to get through a lot. I was just talking to somebody the other day who works for a software company that is building a tool with that has a lot of the same features as Meeps, which is like just like a lot of features, a lot of different things, and uh, they have ten developers, and um, it's taken them. Uh, they've been working on this product for a couple of years now and they're still, they're still not quite ready to launch. And, uh, and I don't for a second see that and go, Oh man, I am just like so amazing. <laughs> there's, there's, there's none of that. I, I, I think that there's just so many great tools now to be able to get work done, like build stuff out really quickly. Um, but it's really important from the get-go to make sure that you have your your planning and infrastructure that accounts for that or that is utilizing those tools um because it's very easy to just like build some of the stuff from scratch or um reuse reuse certain code that will end up hurting you in the long run whether because you have to whether it's because you have to rewrite stuff or um you know, you change something in one place and it breaks it in another. And then there's always the bureaucracy 
the having a team and having all these different people in charge and as well as customers um influencing where the product goes like it just that can all slow down the process and so uh, i really i really feel like this is an awesome time to 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 build a product with a small just like a few people you can get so much done uh now that being said just because you can build so much doesn't necessarily mean that you should <laughs> because now we have all this stuff to maintain and hopefully um hopefully we can hopefully it'll be easy to do that um and if not hopefully the product grows fast enough that we can hire people to help us do that um but that's just something that that's just another part of this that needs to be taken into account when you're building um i i think uh uh paul paul and jack over at um at uh fathom analytics they have some really good uh, i've read some really good material from them about how they approach product development and like the different things or feature development and the different things that you should be taking into consideration when you're we're thinking about building a feature it's like how will this impact support you know what kind of customers will this bring in are those the type of customers that we want you know like all these different things aside from just you know let's make these customers happy so we can make more money because there's just there's other costs there's opportunity costs to spending time on this instead of that like so many things that that is the hardest part about building a software product not the building it that the building of it is getting easier and easier um but knowing what to build and and what not to build and uh the business side that's the that's the hard part that's the important part all that stuff i think this is i think this is all on topic i don't think i'm digressing right now but um anyways we uh we've built a lot and and have worked through a lot and it's because of all the like i attribute it to all the tools that we're able to use um to do that but now i've got to go back in and do the the hard part for me for my brain which is make sure that there's tests written for everything i didn't miss anything um and uh so yeah but uh, but yeah today the this morning um i've been working on events getting that in place um the one the one the 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 piece of that that has been kind of like at the back of my mind for a long time as i've been trying to figure out how to do it um is the with time zones and how to support a whole bunch of different time zones for events uh and and then um and another place we need to do that is with scheduling newsletters right now you're you can only schedule with um universal coordinated time um is that right yeah it's utc but for some reason it's uct in the anyways so time zones support multiple time zones support that's something that i'm i've been very been very careful to design in a way that is not going to be 
a big mess. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, but then, I mean, all the other parts of events is, is pretty straightforward. It's like you have a, you have a model in create events. You can, you need to be able to show them to certain people and not to other people. And once somebody registers, you need to be able to identify who's RSVP, who hasn't, well, you know, whatever, who has, um, so yeah, so that, that should be coming out fairly quickly and that's going to be, that's going to be really fun. And I mean, and the other thing that I wanted, I'm like trying to figure out and we've done it a little bit already, but are we, we really want Meeps to, to be this, like, you know, this, this tool where you can come in, you can use as much of Meeps as you want and still be able to use any other tools that you, if you want to, any other tools that you you're using, if you want to. Um, so obviously like right now, Slack is one of those tools and we want to integrate further with Slack to make it even more, um, useful to have like Meeps as like this, you know, the payment side and the managing of customers and the, um, you know, member directory and all those things, but then integrating really well with Slack so that people can jump back and forth easily. And they can also potentially see, you know, activity that's happening in Slack and see it in Meeps and vice versa. Um, all those, all those kind of things would, would be really cool. And, and then I want to be able to do that. Um, our plan is to be able to do that with a lot of these other tools as well. So as people come in and go like, Oh, I want to use Luma for this. I don't want to use, you know, Meeps event fe event feature. I want to use Luma's event feature. We just instead of just saying, "Well, fat chance," you know, like um, just having a really nice way to integrate with that. Um, um, because yeah, I think that's that will be fun, and and it also allows us to have kind of simpler version of all these, like simpler alternatives to these other tools. Like we're not. We don't need to completely replace Slack, you know? We might have a messaging feature in Meeps, um, and we most likely will, um, because it's just something that people, a lot of people have asked for, but it would be very simple compared to what, like we're not gonna try and rebuild Slack. So, uh, so yeah, so people, if they wanna use it, great, and then once they grow out of it, they can just use Slack for that part and continue to use Meeps for all the other pieces. So that's kind of, um, I, that excites me. I like that approach to, to product. Um, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on. Um, and then, and then, like I mentioned, a few weeks we've got, we're planning to launch Meeps. And so there's kind of, we're, we're talking about the different things that we want to do there some of the marketing channels that we might try. Um, we've already, you know, Justin's getting kind of working with a few different, uh, there's a lot of community uh, indexes uh, and directories that we're sort of like trying to get involved with and um, so that we can promote the communities that are, oops. Hello? 